0: Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. So without a doubt, the biggest question that comes up at this time of year is what is going on in the real estate market? What can we expect and what do you think is going to happen to property values over the next 12 months? Well, I'm Dave Stockbridge from Real. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm a real estate agent and auctioneer of over 20 years' experience. My knowledge of the industry and of the marketplace is intimate, and I take this opportunity every week in order to bring you some information, advice that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars. And in answering that question about what is going to happen in 2019, uh, the easiest thing to say is we find it very, very difficult to project any more than three to six months. Our marketplace tends to turn on a dime. And although we're not completely immune from what's going on in the rest of the world, it's fair to say that micro marketplaces do behave in different ways. So for instance, uh, it's quite well known that Adelaide has a two-speed market. And this is often the case of um, a a lot of um, areas that have satellite cities for instance for many many years you see that there's um, a real differential um, between what happens in the uh, highly desirable suburbs and what's happening out at mortgage belt or to lower to middle-class areas. Now, if we look at, say, an area that the most, out of most northern suburb of Adelaide is Manapara West. So if we look at Manapara West, for instance, there has been next to no capital growth. And as a matter of fact, there are a lot of people that are selling 10 years down the track for less than what they paid. Um, they're so... You can see that that's a very depressed marketplace. Now, would it have performed worse if we'd experienced the, the tragedy of the GFC as was experienced elsewhere in the world? Well, perhaps. But the reality is, there's been next to no if in, in some, some people have made some money, a lot of people haven't. But if you then take a little trip out to a country township of Anglevale, you'll see there's been quite solid. Growth, and although it hasn't been explosive, and it's certainly not uh, in the realms of the eastern seaboard capital cities, for instance, of Sydney and Melbourne, nonetheless, is incremental, is reliable, and those homes tend to sell very well regardless of the marketplaces we find themselves in. So, properties that aren't generic in nature and style tend to do well regardless of what's going on elsewhere in the marketplace. Now, we're also very fortunate in Adelaide that we don't have the peaks and troughs of property. Uh, of the property market is experienced in Melbourne and Sydney, to some extent, the volatility. We, we don't in, endure the volatility of uh, the southeastern corner of Queensland. We don't have, you know, those high-rise style developments that can often put a uh, dampener on um, on property uh, values or capital values when you start looking at median values, which is largely what the media uh, does, of course. So if we have a look and and consider what, Type and style of property is uh, doing well. Well, it's character homes. It's homes in uh, prime suburbs, good locations. Now, there has been somewhat of a softening and most of that softening happened some time ago with the changes of the Foreign Investment Review Board, the changes in the stamp duty regime to, uh, to people that aren't able to provide the correct visa, uh, details. Um, so, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's been a, and, and, of course, since the Banking Royal Commission, money has just been harder to come by. And so that has led to a softening in those, in, even in those highly desirable marketplaces. Uh, What's interesting is that we found there to be stability uh, in and around the the greater northern rim um, where we haven't seen property values plummet. We've seen them, as a matter of fact, uh, incrementally. Uh, inch forward, um, and, uh, and and once again, if it's, a, if it's a home with an extra bedroom or a swimming pool or a larger than usual allotment, or it's a lifestyle property uh, and it enjoys views or it has an X factor of some kind, well, those properties are selling selling well. So this, the story of the latter part of 2018 was uh, simply that properties were still selling well, but if they were going to sell in a competitive environment, it was likely to happen in the first two to three weeks, and then after that, it became hard graph. Um, whereas, say, 18 or so months ago, you know, a property could enjoy good sustained interest over a period mm. of a month or two. And so if the bender had said no to a fair and reasonable or, or a very good offer early on, well, the chances were that uh, within the next month or so, there'd be another offer or two that's comparable enough for them to say yes to. Uh, that's probably less the case now. Well, it certainly appears to be the dynamic that we're seeing playing out is that New releases are very warmly received, but once that initial interest dies down, the better buying uh, can be had by purchasers that are, are willing to uh, be patient and perhaps have that strategy in mind. But of course, you know, my job as an agent is to leverage that, and I know that regardless of whether the property's been on the market a day or, or 10 weeks, if a buyer walks into it, has an emotional connection, loves it, uh, and there seems it appears to be some level of, of inferred if not actual competition around that listing, well, I, I know I'm every chance of negotiating a great outcome and most buyers are working to a time frame, and most buyers are highly emotional and so they're not really willing to wait it out two or three weeks to see if nobody else buys it in the meantime. But therein lies the opportunity for those buyers that can pace themselves through the process and buy well. And I say those people will do well in 2019. Um, I do feel that the good news of the latter part of last year uh, with the the space agency uh, coming to Adelaide, with uh, the defence contracts that are finding their way to South Australia, uh, with the good news with Wyala, uh, with big announcements uh, coming from BHP, these things do bode well and kind of remind us of the early 2000s period where there was uh, a particular momentum uh, in our local economy. And I guess the drivers were uh, somewhat a little different. We certainly don't have manufacturing being that main driver, but we are seeing that space there at Holden's uh, being occupied and quickly as part of the Lionsgate a commercial precinct with Sonans moving in there. Um, and there'll be more jobs on, on that site of Holden's uh, within the next 12 months than what there was 18 months ago. So, I mean, this this is uh, terrific. Uh, I should say, sorry, 24 uh, to 30 months ago. So th- this is terrific news all round, um, but I do feel the fundamentals are good and they are solid, but I do see buying conditions, uh, market conditions, normalising in the favour of purchases. And let's face it, vendors have had it for the most part, pretty good. the The story of the last of this cycle has been uh, one where vendors have done very well for the most part, uh, save for those people that bought in certain localities, particularly further north and further south. But nonetheless, you know, the market's been kind to most people over the last seven to eight years. So what does make the difference come sale time? Well, that's a, that's a very interesting one. And it can actually make the difference in a greater percentage on top of your property's value than what market could deliver uh, within, a say, a 12-month period or an 80-month period, even in a boom market. So your appointment of agent. Your appointment of agent is critical. Uh, Your agent has the capacity to add 5 or 10% to the property's value, to your property's value, um, simply by, well, in some cases, can you negotiate? But often cases, it's offering you the very best advice because positioning is key. And for as long as we're talking about an intangible, that being your property's value, it's very difficult to know precisely where to position it. So if you want to know more about how to better position your property so you can maximise your chance, so you can sorry maximise your chances of selling and selling sooner for more, then please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can on any of the platforms. Thanks so much again for listening to the podcast. It's wonderful to know that we're now being listened to right across the world, with a particular fellowship in uh, in the Netherlands, uh, mm-hmm. in the United States, the UK as well. Um, So it's wonderful that people are tuning in every week, uh, listening to what I've got to say all around the world, even though it's very dialed in and specific to the requirements of local property owners and prospective purchasers. But thanks so much for your support. In 2018, we started this podcast just 12 months ago, and it's wonderful to be 12 months down the track and still delivering you more information for more and more people to be subscribing and to listening and tuning in across SoundCloud itunes uh and spotify so thanks again everyone and uh i'll look forward to bringing you more next time thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Day leverage podcast please follow us on facebook or subscribe to us on itunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week